Hey everybody, welcome to the Chamber Channel's Five Questions podcast. This is the place where we take a deep dive with industry leaders for an inside look at their world and how they can make a difference in yours. Lufton Self-Help has been filling the need in the community since the late 1980s, and now they're extending their reach and programming with a $1 million investment. Executive Director Kim Hall is in our studio to talk about the Red Apron Initiative and more. Let's take a listen. So Kim, Bluffton Self-Help conducted a community needs assessment in 2020 and 2021 mm-hmm. with the Riley Center. So what did what did that study find? Well, it's important for us to do everything that's really data informed and to have programs that are really meaningful to the community and to the neighbors in which we served. And so we had an education and resource center. We knew we were serving a lot of great clients, but wanted to really understand the needs of the community. So it was interesting because we conducted this in the middle of a pandemic, which outlined a lot more shocking information. But, you know, some of the staggering statistics that we thought we had a handle on are actually um, pretty more significant than we thought. Like six out of 10 households are not making ends meet. They're living at or below the livable wage, which means folks are living paycheck to paycheck. And so when there's crisis and when there's issues, um, that snowballs and that really affects a family and, and what they need. So, you know, things like that, looking at housing, transportation, child care, just really having a better understanding of the needs of the community and, and asking the Riley Center to provide recommendations back to us on how we can, you know, really have a meaningful impact for that. So then how did that study tie into the strategic plan that you all just announced? I know you announced recently announced you'll have a $1 million investment mm-hmm. in the in the community. So what is that what does that look like and how does that tie back to that plan? Yeah, well that's it is an additional investment than what we're already doing. So what the plan told us, really we're kind of approaching it three parts with partners, programs, um, and places. And so we already expanded into Jasper County. So last January, we opened a center in partnership with the city of Hardyville because we know that uh, folks that are working in our community are living further and further out. And so to help our hospitality staff, you know, and and folks working in Beaufort County, they need services outside of that. So we we uh, expanded into Jasper County. We actually merged in June with the Literacy Center. Um, which allowed us to collaborate because one of the things the study told us is there's over 500 nonprofits in Beaufort County. And that's a lot of people doing probably similar work. And if we can take a leadership role and help through that collaboration and really pool resources, um, then we know we can make a meaningful difference. And so through that, um, the places, we now have four different locations all the way from Hilton Head to Hardyville. And so we feel like creating additional access points helps break down barriers, helps increase access to services and increasing those services that we're offering within those centers is really, really important. So with that shift, we're also shifting a big part of all of our programming as well. That's great. Now that's an amazing number, 500 nonprofits in little Beaufort County. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. How do how do you see some of these nonprofits sort of working together? And what are some of the partnerships that you've, you know, Bluffton Self-Help has had with them to, you know, meet the greater need of the community? Yeah, well, we, we call it our Red Apron Alliance. We have lots of different partners, like the Chamber being one of them, not only to help 
um, you know, put out information into the community, but also to be able to improve services. And so we have a resource hub now in Sheridan Park. And when somebody walks in and they're in crisis, there's usually five to seven other needs that they have. And we can't do it all. We can't do it alone either. And so we rely on other partners and resources like um, the Deepwell Project or St. Vincent de Paul or um, the Children's Center to help really impact the needs of those living and working right here in our community. And so we just have wonderful relationships. It's about communication and really we very rarely just hand a business card and say, here, call this person. We actually want to sit down. We have relationships with those nonprofits and knowing how to access those services makes it easier for our client as well. Now, these different satellite locations that you mentioned, I know you mentioned the one in Hardyville. There's an additional one in Bluffton that's mm-hmm. opening up and one yeah. on Hilton Head. Yeah. What are each of these going to do? So they're learning and literacy centers. And so it's intended to be a center where someone can walk in. Um, and get everything from English as a second language and GED classes to workforce readiness, resume writing. We can help job search. Each of the centers have a computer lab and a center manager to help with guided access. We understand that sometimes, you know, writing a resume or applying for jobs can be very intimidating. And again, there's this unspoken, you know, navigation of services and the system of services that that folks need help with. And um, so anyway, we can help them along their pathway. We call it pathways to personal success, but it's about creating their pathways. And the other thing we'll do is match them with a mentor. And a big shift in our programming is that each center will have a client advocate. And we truly are advocating for our community, whether it be, um, you know, helping them negotiate a cheaper cell phone bill or helping them get a working vehicle or, you know, helping them work towards a promotion at work through obtaining their GED. Our mentors will help guide them along the way. Does yours or your main uh, resource up in Sheridan Park, does mm-hmm. that still have that, you know, going back to Bluffton Self-Help's traditional mm-hmm. roots, still have yeah. the food pantry and... Yeah, so we have our market and um, everything we do is client-centered. We call it a client-centered environment because choice is incredibly dignified. And so we actually just renovated our resource hub, thanks to Shoreline Construction. They're amazing and donated all their services to make a really welcome environment. And we want people to feel comfortable. It shouldn't be hard to walk through those doors. It's hard enough to ask for help. And so when we can um, meet them where they are and help them when they're in need, um, in a very welcoming place. And that's what we're committed. We rely on over 200 volunteers to help support us. And um, this is really personal work. And so oftentimes we see our volunteers connecting with our clients because they've been through similar experiences. And so, yes, we have our, we have our market. Um, we have a learning and literacy center also in Sheridan Park now. And we have the resource hub that folks can walk in and, and meet with a client advocate or volunteer advocate and just get some information that they need. I know you're celebrating your fifth anniversary here at Bluffton Self-Help. Yes, thank you. Congratulations. How have you seen the community needs change since you started? Well, I started pre-pandemic, and it was really about meeting the immediate crisis. So when I first started, we we really only had some core programs, our food pantry, we had a clothing closet, and financial assistance. And it was important to our leadership, our board, our staff, and myself to be able to create access points for our neighbors to come in and get you know, that that future investment in themselves. How can we help not only impact the immediate needs, 
but also develop a relationship with them. And so the pandemic really kind of was a catalyst behind this. Um, and I'm very proud to say we never closed one day. We we really were here for the community. We remained open. We pivoted our our pantry to a drive through. Um, but what we found was there's moderate income families living here in Beaufort County. The livable wage in Beaufort County is $57,000 for a family of three. And so we have truly our neighbors, people we know coming in seeking support and assistance. And we knew that we needed to impact that through, you know, this strategic transformational approach to our programming. That sounds great. It sounds like you're shifting from being more reactive to preventative and being more proactive. Absolutely. And to meeting the needs of the community. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, how can businesses get involved? A lot of, you know, our members know left in self-help mm-hmm. very well and have been great supporters, but, you know, maybe somebody who's just tuning in, you know, wants to get involved. How can they do that? And what do you, what do you need? Well, we're, we always say we're here for the community by the community. We're privately funded. I mean, when Mrs. Ida founded Bluffton Self-Help 35 years ago, it truly was just to meet the need of her neighbors. And that was because of, you know, community businesses and individuals donating food. So, you know, by hosting food drives and, um, you know, giving corporate gifts, giving financially to help support some of this um, really goes a long way. Even volunteers doing a volunteer day, maybe with some of their staff to come out um, there's just a variety of ways. So I would encourage everyone to visit our website, um, which is bluffedandselfhelp.org, um, to get more information. It's very up-to-date. We try to update it um, sometimes daily on, on what the needs are because it changes daily. Kim, thank you so much for all you do and thank all that Bluffton Self Help does, and, and thanks for coming in today. Thanks for having Thanks, everyone, for listening. The podcast continues to grow and never miss an episode of our Five Questions podcast by subscribing to the Chamber Channel on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take a moment to download, subscribe, and leave us a review. It helps us reach more people.